Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast, part of the Repurpose Network, where kingdom culture, real life, and technology intersect. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, and what we do, we talk to real people, pastors, leaders, engineers, tech people, manufacturers, worship leaders, all about church, technology, and provide solutions for a successful Sunday morning service. You ready? It's time to take a ride. Let's go. Yes. Yes. And welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I am your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson. And I'm so excited uh, for you to join me today. Today's a dolo show. You know, God gives me these inspirational things to share with you, especially as media professionals who are working in churches, volunteering in churches, um, have have active participation as a volunteer or as an employee, part-time, full-time, whatever it is. If you're active in a, um, a media ministry, um, this is for you. If you're a pastor or a leader or a lay member or any insight from this side of the fence, this is where you need to be. So... Today's show, before we get started, first of all, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in and thank for all the people who went and registered for the WAVE event. If you're not familiar with it, the WAVE event is happening on September 12th through the 14th. Link is in the show notes. Go register your team. It's going to be plenty of courses there, plenty of workshops, lots of vendors there. If you want to empower your team for success, I would suggest you go and register for the event and I'm looking forward to see you, seeing you in the place. I'll be there um, teaching a course on podcasting and I'm very, very excited um, to be there. So today's show is about family. It's about family. And when I say family, I mean, not just God's family, your immediate family, but family in general and how, it is um, very, very important to have these things in place. So, I'll tell you a story. Story time with Uncle Prentice. So, when I was a wee lad, a wee lad, maybe, yeah, I must have been about 17 or 18 years old. Um, I had one of my first jobs. I think it was my first job. Yeah, it was my first job. I worked in a supermarket. And... I didn't understand um, the difference between working and being and working on the clock. So every Saturday, they would have all of the young guys, all of us, we were all the same age, clock out, and then work like five hours to to stock the shelves and things of that nature. And they would throw you under the bus, or act, you know, or treat you harshly if you said, "No, I'm not going to do that." Now, I didn't know any better. I thought it was like, you know, I thought we were all down together. And not knowing, they were really taking advantage of us, of us, all of us being naive, young and naive, right? First job, making a little money, still living at home with your your parents, whatever. That, that was it. The thing is, is that over time, the guy who was doing it, who was doing it to us, he ended up getting fired, right? Because of it. And we were baffled because we didn't, we was like, why is he getting fired? He's such a good boss, you know? We didn't know it was illegal. So let's take that to the church. 
can I, can I, can I preface this by saying the church, the church. So I remember being at a church, not going to say the church. I'm not going to say the time or frame. I'll keep this very general because I don't want to um, hurt people in the process of my story. So I was at a church. I was at the time I kind of did everything. I kind of did audio and I kind of, I did, I was a musician. I kind of did a lot of things. And the, it was, a. I was going to be out of town for like a week. I was producing some music. Um, those of you who do know, I am a music producer under the acronym, other my under my professional name of PL Suites. And I was producing a record for an artist out of town. I was in Atlanta. And I thought I was going to be gone for maybe five days, but I ended up being on this project for 14 days. So I knew that was going to be an issue for Sunday. You know what I mean? I was out of town. I couldn't get back. So I called the uh, assistant pastor. I called the assistant pastor. And I said, hey, listen, um, I'm going to be out of town. I'm not going to be in on Sunday because I'm still I'm still out of town. And But I can give you a list of musicians who can fill in for me. They'll probably, ch- uh, they'll probably charge you X, Y, Z, you know, because it's short notice. But let me know what you want to do. He said, okay, because the pastor had a rule that don't call him on a Saturday. Now, I know this was last minute, and I really found out last minute. But it was, you know, it was an opportunity, and I wasn't going to not do it. Um, But I was going to help the church be prepared for Sunday. And it was early in the day, so it wasn't like it was outlandish. It was like 9 o'clock at night. It was in the daytime. All right, so... I'm out of town for two weeks. I come back and I go to church. Normal. Like it was a Wednesday night service, whatever, because, you know, it was, serv- it was service on a Wednesday, it, um, Bible study, and it was a service and Bible study. So I walk in and someone says, don't go near that keyboard. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Don't go near that keyboard. So I see the pastor and he's not speaking to me. I mean, literally, passive aggression, not speaking to me. This goes on for weeks. I'm like, what's going on? So I know this is kind of lengthy, but I'm going to get to a point where where this all makes sense, where I'm going. So we had a board. So I met with the pastor and. Eventually, he told me, you know, he was just disheartened by what happened, such and such. And I explained to him, I said, OK, listen, maybe it was a little too close, um, but I did have a contingency plan. I'm sorry. And I apologized. And, he's, and he basically told me, well, listen, if this happens in the future, just let me know in advance. So at the time, I already knew that I was going to be out of town on on watch night service, which is New Year's Eve service, because I was commissioned to produce a uh, Christian hip hop concert in another state. So it was November. We had this conversation. I said, well, since you said that, I want to bring this to your attention. Here are my plans for watch night. 
I have contingencies that we can work on. He was immediately went back into a, went to the whole I'm not speaking to you mode. Long story short, he basically did passive progressive um, behavior to me for the duration of the rest of the year. Okay, to guilt me into not pursuing what God told me to do. And I know he, I know God told me to do this and it, and it and really set me up for where God was taking me, unbeknownst to me. So I'm going to say it this way. For those of you who are in scenarios where people are placing their importance of what they want up, up, above what God's telling you, one, two, what's good for your family. And lastly, um, making sure, I would say, I would say first, make sure you hear from God Two, make sure it aligns with your family structure. So I'm going to say it this way. This is how your life should go. It's God, your relationship. It's family. It's job. Then it's church. I'm going to say that again. It's God, it's family, it's job, then it's church. I learned this the hard way. And I know some people are actually dealing with this. And I know a lot of people, a lot of people have gone through divorces, caused all kind of family turmoil because they put church in front of family. Anyway, that order is if it's it, if it's not in order in the way that I said it succinctly, it's out of order. Because your relationship with God is first. And it's your family. So let's break down family. Okay. So if you're married, you your first line of defense is your wife. That's your next. My wife comes before my mother. My wife comes before my son. That's how it works. That's my rib. She's she's my bride. She comes before my mother. Now, when my mother was alive, God rest her soul, she loved my wife. Would be mad at me. <laughs> oh Lord, I loved I loved that woman. And um but you have you have family family things where the mother-in-law the mother will try to pit the, her son against his own wife not for good reasons for selfish reasons sometimes churches or church leaders or church people or church organizations can try to pit you against your own family it's happened in my family where the, the pastor put a wedge between me and my sister because my sister had the whole thing out of order. She had church before family and that affected our relationship. So if someone is encouraging you to break that order, I'm going to say it like someone said in the movies. You ready? You ready for this? Pay attention. Run, Forrest, run. Get away. 
is the first thing, if you can. Or if that's what God wants, let's put it like that. The next thing is you have to make boundaries. You have to set boundaries. I can say from a guy who is leading a team in a church, I want my team to be happy. If they say they have something something for with their family, go do it. I'll figure it out. If they say, hey, listen, I need to be out of town for this. My daughter's going to be in a recital. Why are you here? My wife needed me to um, such and such. such. Hey, man, hey, listen, go handle that. We can figure it out. Everything else is negotiable. We can figure everything else out. Because I understand, because what I went through, that I don't want anyone trying to pit me against my own family and try to put church in front of family. So relationship with God, family, job, church. Let's talk about job, church. Okay. So there are lots of volunteers in churches that deal with people who will put the church in front of their job. I mean, literally not go to work. Let me tell you something. Or put their job in jeopardy. Let me explain something to you. Your church does not come before your job. Your God comes before your job because your God is one who provided the job. Your church does not come before your job. I'll say that again. Your church does not come before your job. Your church does not come before your family. And I'm going to say it this way. Your church does not come before your God because there are many, many people. And I'm going to keep it 100. Those of you who don't understand the urban vernacular, 100 means truth. You cannot put church before your God because church in this day and age, in this sense, is that it is a building. It is a group of people. It is an establishment. It is a way of thinking. It is the way of being. So you're going to put that in front of your God? You know, a lot of times, as musicians, as producers, sometimes we get caught up in making the music instead of connecting to the source who helped us make the music, who who gave us the talent to make the music. Same thing with this podcast. It's been many times and I'm like, you know, I, I need to pray. Man, I got to record this podcast. Am I putting the podcast before my God? I just, I have to self-check myself. So I want you to weigh your life out, especially as media professionals, because we're under a lot of pressure. We're under a lot of pressure to perform our task on a weekly basis. Weekly, sometimes more than that. And I can say as a tech director of a church, I am constantly have to perform at a high level. So I need you to repeat this with me. What is number one? God, right. Number two, family, correct. You guys are getting it. Number three, J-O-B, not, not the book in the Bible, job. 
And lastly, your church. Anything other than that is out of order. So when I say your church, I mean if you're volunteering, if you're attending, if you're if you everything to do with your spiritual establishment religion cannot come before your relationship with God, your prayer life, your word life, your communication with God. Because if you rely on Sunday morning's message and you don't pick up the Bible during the week, you don't pray during the week, you are not, you are malnourished. You are not feeding your spirit. And you're following the church and not God. So say it with me one more time. So this way I, I make sure that, you know, you nail this on. You nail, I, we got this nailed into your spirit. It's God, family, job, church. God, family, job, church. Anything outside of that order is out of order. And if your life is in that function where of dysfunction, meaning that your church is before your family or your family is before your God or your job is before your family, you are out of order and your life is probably a living hell because you are in swimming in circles and you are running with sharks and people who surrounded by people who don't have your best interest at heart. God set this family structure for us to follow, to be have healthy relationships within the context of our ministries, within the context of our lives. So I'm going to say this again for the last time, last time. Repeat after me. It's God, family, job, church. Thank you.